You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. For the last time, Megazord is not a gender. Hello and welcome to part two of, uh, God knows how many, of our uh, Power Rangers Super Sentai comparison mini-series. In our previous episode, we started off at Ranger, went all the way up to Gingaman, or in American terms, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1 to Lost a Galaxy. And before we get any further into this great gelatinous pit that is indeed Sentai and Power Rangers, this is a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by TokuToyStore.com. They've got a lot of lovely stuff in stock. They've even got the Sazer Blaster from Q-Ranger. Yep, so when you want to shoot someone, you have no choice but to do it gangster style. Just in case you want to do any space-themed drive-bys looking at you space gangsters. Only the best kind of gangsters. And so we'll start off with QQ Sentai, GoGo5. QQ meaning 99 or first aid in Japanese, but 99 to us being the price of one of those ice cream cones with a flake in it before <laughs> Brexit. Now it's like £5.78 or something. Freddo's, you need to take out a loan. Flaky Sentai Cone Ranger. <laughs> GoGo5 led to the popularity of the V logo in Sentai to symbolise the team of five, and in itself it sort of symbolised the end of a lot of Sentai themes, because it was hmm. very, very much like Mega Ranger, harking back to a lot of Showa things, it was quite dark, and so it begins with a scientist you know, predicting basically the apocalypse, builds all these pretty badass mechs, and then he's like, told you so! It's Japanese Al Gore. Told you so! All the other cults had it wrong. It was this year. <laughs> it, it was going to end. Ah! And so you got a bunch of rescue people then using the armor and the weapons that he made and just mm. generally kicking ass and taking names. Didn't he leave his kids for like 15 years to uh, develop all this stuff? Without yeah. talking to them once. Instead of trying to gain their trust and everything, he's like, nope, I'm going to just go off, do science. It's like in Kamen Rider Forze, except instead of a guy going nuts on a moon base on his own, it's just neglectful dad, the show. That's kind of like um, Gendo in Neon Genesis Evangelion. And also because it is indeed a family Sentai, so the team are all related. Yes. This would be uh, reflected in other shows like uh, like Magi Ranger, where they're all related. I quite like the the rescue theme to it. It's um, I've always liked the uh, the more kind of official uh, Sentai, where it's uh, like some kind of large organization that's developed these suits and powers, rather than just some creepy old wizard living in a broom closet in a... Um, uh, apartment complex. The relatively dark Sentai themes themselves are reflected in the villains. Some even go up to look like something straight out of the Kamen Rider J movie. It sort of had the strange semi-biological theme. There's quite a bit of hell symbolism as well. It went a bit into Warhammer 40,000 Doom territory, which is odd for a Japanese kid show. Let's add Satan symbolism. I really want to see the um, GoGo5 Rangers go full Doom guy on their asses now. That would make a far better Sentai. No, Rangers. You are the demons. And then the Rangers were a zombie. Let's never write fanfiction ever. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did not like the helmets in that. It was just too bland. Boo. I like them. They're kind of... They were, were just a simple it, shape. It, it fits the kind of uniform thing they're going for, you know? Yeah, it just seemed a bit too faceless in a sense. They didn't have I, a mouthpiece. It was just, uh, okay, helmet, they do, visor. They, they do have a mouthpiece, though. It's, uh, they have like a little respirator thing under their um, under their helmets. Yeah, but that's in every Sentai. That's in just about every Sentai where we show the helmet being damaged. I'm talking about the exterior of the helmet. It just doesn't break up that well. Uh, still got, I still think it works. I think it works fine. Well, you also have a bad opinion, and I hate you for it. Well, I also respect your opinion, but also think that it's stupid and dumb, and I think you're a mean face. So there. Ah, oh, mean face. I'm. That's it. I'm quitting the cast. I cannot stand this verbal abuse you're layering onto me. Well, good. I can run it just well without you. Great, because you know what? Screw this. You're doing the Power Rangers stuff. Oh boy, I actually like this one. Next up is Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue, and the best way to travel at light speed is, as we all know, a train. Japanese bullet trains? Nah, you gotta just travel really, really fast on this great big thing. Screw inertia. <laughs> I love how they actually have it as part of the um. It's it is infrastructure, like it's um, part of the roads, like all the cars have to go to the side so we can drive down the middle of the, uh, like a, a motorway, it's, I mean, it's so prepared. It's a little bit like GoBusters did later on. Yes, I would actually really like to see a uh, GoBusters slash uh, GoGo5 crossover, they have a very similar thing going on. So anyway, let's discuss the plot of Lightspeed Rescue. Um, demons. 
demons. Yeah, the demons happen. Yeah, the demons happen, and then the people come up and they say, stop demoning, demons, and then they put on tight clothes and then punch the demons in the face, and it's all good. So it's Go-Go 5 with white people. Yes. Well, and a black guy. One black guy. This is a Saban show. Every character's white. (laughs) The whitest black guys you know. As soon as you become a cast member on Power Rangers, you automatically change your title to Saban's and your race to white, (laughs) whitest white. You are the ultra cracker. Power crackers. We can say that. We're Saban's power crackers. (laughs) (laughs) The whitest of all crackers. (laughs) The honky zord. Uh, demons happen, and then they, uh, there's this whole organization that was set up to combat demons. And they said, go and fight the monsters. I like these uh, men in black blokes that will go around. Kind of like uh, like in the Avengers with um, Nick Fury going around saying, do you want to join our super team? Except these guys pick, uh, instead of picking already established superheroes like Iron Man, they pick uh, like a, a mountain climber, uh, someone who drives planes, someone who's really good on, on, on roller skates... So, actually, that sounds a bit better organised than Go-Go 5, where it was neglectful scientist dad <laughs> appears in kid's life, Rick Sanchez-style, saying, Oh, there's demons! Quick, put these on! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Rick and Morty, but with five people. <laughs> we gotta... We, we gotta... We, we gotta fight the demons, Morty. Just put on this tight suit, Morty. It's okay if it seems a bit weird. Just, just, just fight the demons, Morty. Get in the robot. Interestingly, since GoGo 5 didn't have a sixth ranger, Lightspeed Rescue decided to add their own, the Titanium Ranger. Gotta keep up brand consistency. And in terms of design, it was actually based a lot on the designs of Turbo Ranger, which was an earlier Sentai. Mm. And generally it was well executed, you're surprised how well it was done featuring all the other stock footage. Well, if I recall correctly, um, they did um, commission the same company that does design the suits for Super Sentai to, um, to make the Titanium Ranger suit. And I, yeah, I agree. I really like it. They, um, that was like an auxiliary zord that um, GoGo Five had, which fit in with um, Titanium Ranger's aesthetic. So they just packaged those toys together and called it a day. Funnily enough, um, GoGo Five did have a semi-extra member in one of its movies called Beast Demon Hunter Zeke. And if that is not the best name ever, I don't know what is. And going along with the best name ever, it's also got a pretty rare suit design, though a little inconsistent from what you'd expect from GoGo 5. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, they're not coming from the same source, so it kind of makes sense that it looks different. But at the same time, I don't know, it's just kind of jarring to see how different they are. It's all kind of black and gold with their little green spots. On it. It's neat, but it's just kind of too different. Uh, though his powers were transferred over to a supporting cast member, uh, Kyoko Hayase, who became uh, Zeke Jean. And I do think that one of her character songs, she is singing about how she wants to be the sixth member of uh, GoGo 5. So that's a really neat little um, you know, little thing that her character do. And going back into Power Rangers, I'd say it was an odd time in production history over a few seasons where they were getting a lot more independent in what they produce. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, Especially with the design of their own Ranger to go along with it. They used a lot of their own footage and it was very prominent in In Space and Lost Galaxy. And with this, they're spreading their wings and not restricting themselves to what the Sentai source material used. I would argue that this is probably my favourite era for Power Rangers. The um, In Space to um, Time Force, probably. And so now we're moving on to the openings for both shows. And so we're starting with GoGo 5. It was Sentai, what do you expect? It smacks a bit of Mega Ranger in the taking from Showa theme sense. But it was okay. It had the usual conventions going on. Showed off the mech pretty well. Had a few flashy visual effects. Showed all the cast doing their thing, like rescue-based stuff. And yeah, it did its purpose. Wasn't as apocalyptic as the plot implied. But then we move on to the Lightspeed Rescue intro, and, well, they packed a lot of action into that, didn't they? Well, yeah, I mean, they've uh, got to appeal to American kids who want action all the time, if you listen to Michael Bay. Yeah, so it's like, here's this organisation, ooh, we've got ourselves together, quick look at this train! We've got a train! We've got Discount Don Fry on board. The theme song itself wasn't as great as, uh, say, Lost Galaxy. uh, You can't uh, really beat Lost Galaxy, though. I mean, I I guess, but at the same time, I don't know. Lost Galaxy just... Yeah, we just got you pumped up, you know? Just, yeah, I want to fight demons more than usual. Well, at least it wasn't uh, Go-Go Power Rangers again, so <laughs> it gets bonus points. No, we're not in the Neo-Saban era just yet. <laughs> Neo-Saban. What is Saban's this? Neo-Saban. Saban's Neo-Saban. No, it sounds like, uh, you know, how Shocker keeps coming back and adding different prefixes to its title. <laughs> Neo-Saban. Gel-Saban. <laughs> Space-Saban. Nova-Saban. <laughs> is that when... Um, 
uh, Jud Lin splits off and creates his own Saban organization to come in uh, opposition to um, Saban's Saban, Saban, yeah. Saban's brands. Yes, but only when exposed to this does he transform into yet another Saban. <laughs> only Saban Prime made Okay, this is going on way too much of a tangent. And so, in comparison, which would you prefer, Go-Go 5 or Lightspeed Rescue? Lightspeed Rescue for the uh, simple virtue of Carter Grayson. He's almost like the Chuck Norris of um, Power Rangers in an underappreciated way because he is just really, he's gung-ho with his... Uh, demon fighting like i do think that is if i recall correctly in one of the episodes his first instinct upon seeing a monster was to try and run it over with a humvee okay you've got me sold i'm also going light speed rescue yeah it's like here's this organization let's fight demons i'm sold it's a bit more uh, engaging than oh hey dad who's been gone for over a decade oh you want me to fight the demons okay that's every japanese childhood though they oh, usually yeah. have some story where they have to either fight demons or aliens, or they're secretly a moon princess. You know, you, I think you started off joking, but I think you're. Uh, this is pretty spot on, actually. It is pretty spot on. They just hide it from the Western populace. They don't want to know that <laughs> they've got all this fantasy stuff going on. It's their normal lives. Everyone who sits on that one corner in classrooms next to the window, <laughs> they really hate it because they just look back at their hair and say, like, oh, crap, it's bright purple and sticking up. So, oh, I'm going to be the protagonist in this. No, no. In Japanese classrooms, the only real person in that classroom is the person who sits on like the uh, the second row from the back on the uh, far right side. Everyone else is just like uh, just kind of filling in space. They're like they're like uh, golems. They're just there so the protagonist has nowhere else but to sit there. <laughs> so moving over to the next Sentai series, we're taking you to the future with Mirai Sentai Time Ranger. It seems for no matter where you are in the world. Every show seemed to do a special in the year 2000 because they're saying, hey, we're a new thing. It's the new millennium. We're going to oh, be boy. something big. And especially because this series aired at the same time as Kamen Rider Kuga. So they were saying, here's a new thing. We're going in a different direction. It was that thing that um, flashed up on the uh, begin at the end of every uh, Kuga rope. Was it like a, a new hero, a new story or something like yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much. We start from zero. We're going here. Here's no, no. Mr. Thumbs Up. No, um, from zero was uh, Agito, remember? Here we go, count zero. Oh, yeah. Come we, in right I forget Agito. that Agito exists. Well, yeah, actually, so do I. It's because he looks so similar to Kuga with the uh, the horns and stuff. And so the plot in Time Ranger is basically time-travelling police force chasing the time-travelling space mafia through time. Well, I mean, who doesn't like time police? And how do they travel through time? They get punched through time by a robot. Yep. I just think, what the hell, that is the best thing ever. Well, I mean, if you're going to travel through time, I mean, you may as well be punched through time by a giant robot. Why yeah. not? And so one thing leads to another, and the gang are trapped in the year 2000, minus a Red Ranger. Yes. And so, in quite a pleasant change in Sentai, the Pink Ranger takes the lead for a lot of the time, having recruited a Red from the 20th century who's a bit of a rookie. Hmm. And from then on, really, they did try to play the rookie Red trope quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not. I haven't seen too much of um, Time Ranger, but in um, in Time Force, um, Red was very much just a uh, like a field commander because I, I suppose all the Red powers had all the cool stuff, so yeah, kind of had to take the lead there. But in everything else, uh, the Pink Ranger was pretty much the one calling the shots. It was nice to see a woman in charge of the Sentai. To be honest, a pleasant change. Stop looking at me. I'm not Tumblr. You hear that Tumblr? We defeated sexism in the year 2000. It just required enough giant robots. <laughs> and so later in the series, the sixth ranger is actually the original Time Red, later named Time Fire. And it was generally an interesting interaction between the two, especially with the addition of the new mech, the V-Rex, which yes. is pretty cool and we'll go into its Time Force counterpart later on. I do like how the sixth ranger's colour is red as well, so you've got two red rangers going on. It's, um, I know, it's nice that, you know, he's a previous red and, you know, rejoining the team, but he's still a Red Ranger. It kind of creates a kind of competition, like that kind of thing, like, you know, which one, you know, he's got more seniority, but he's been with the team since they got trapped, that kind of thing. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. Just means they can sell the same action figure twice. Just with minor repaints. Saban would be proud. He learned from the best. So you have police fighting the time-travelling space mafia, what is there to hate? And well, it was... Mafia, probably. And it was a trip. It's quite an interesting one. We'll go into the intro theme later when we compare. And so we're now moving on to Power Rangers Time Force. It's time for Time Force. Oh, you. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I really like Time Force, actually. Like I said, this era is probably my favourite. This is, yeah, I like how independent it is from the rest of Power Rangers, but still having connections to it. They still cross over with the other teams. 
had, the team had a nice little dynamic going on. Like they all um, at the Red Rangers, like a, a spoiled uh, rich kid, but is you know good heart. Uh, he ends up kind of splitting, splitting off from his dad, who wants him to do things that he doesn't want to do, like um, you know take over the business when he's gone, that kind of thing. And they all end up shacking up in a uh, like an old um, bell tower, doing odd jobs and stuff like that. It's it's really nice. And so, how does the plot differ from that at Time Ranger? In one ma- major way, the uh, the villains aren't a uh, like a time mafia. Unfortunately, they're mutants. It's uh, they live in a future who hates and fears them. They're like these um, gross, kind of physically deformed um, uh, rejects. Uh, they're all, I think, technically fundamentally human, but still kind of you know monstrously yeah deformed. Like us, then. Yeah, pretty much. They all they all have podcasts too. <laughs> Wasn't that leader the really over-the-top crust-punk bloke from Mad Max? Yes, Vernon Wells. And I think in an episode they even had a uh, like a reference to it. They gave him like a Mad Max-looking car and stuff like that. Actually, Rancic is probably one of the best Power Rangers villains. I think, it's been a while since I watched this show, but I think his backstory is basically... Uh, he's like the uh, the off-cuts of all the uh, kind of eugenics thing that had um, improved humanity at that point. He's like the anti... Yeah, he's everything that's wrong. Anti-Khan. <laughs> yeah, he's the anti-Khan. No, oh, he's a decent villain. He does uh, redeem himself later on, um, especially in the uh, the crossover with um, Power Rangers Wild Force. But more importantly, the best part of Time Force is the greatest named Zord known to man. Oh, absolutely. I have nothing but love for this. If there is anything in this world that I love more than hating myself, it's the Quantasaurus Rex Megazord, also known as the Q-Rex Megazord. It is beautiful. And now, a tangent brought to you by the Q-Rex Megazord. It's just so beautiful. I mean, it's a, it's a T-Rex that they sent back in time. It can transform into a giant robot. It, it's a time-traveling robot Rex. What's not to love? Wasn't there a modded version in Gokaija that was like a silver one that had all the other powers? And it looks kind of crap. It's, I like it, the way it stood. It looks kind of... I don't know. But yes, it is a, uh, a modified um, V-Rex, I believe, in the in Sentai. I, I don't think... I haven't seen Super Mega Force because I don't hate myself quite that much. I mean, I have to eventually, but I'm not sure if it's a modified Q-Rex Megazord in that. This message has been brought to you by the Church of the Quantasaurus Rex. Praise be his name. Now, anyway, comparing the two opening themes, Time Ranger was a trip. It was a multicolored dash into the new millennium, and they were going all out. They were saying, look, here's this action, here's all this new stuff, here's people from the future coming to the year 2000, and all this amazing stuff is going on, and everybody loves it, and even Kamen Ranger's joining in, and uh, with the Doctor Who theme, why? Well, I've got to travel through time somehow. We can do it without a kazoo version of the Doctor Who theme. No, we can't. Yes, we can. Well, you, you saw the intro. They, they fell through some kind of weird vortex. I mean, they probably bumped into a TARDIS eventually. Thinking of it, actually, some characters in Toku could be considered Time Lords. Look at the owner of the Denliner. Yes. Uh, Come and ride a Deno tangent. Yay. I mean, there's a, yeah, especially if you're on TV tropes, every uh, wild mass guest pages, such as such as the Time Lord... Because reasons, and the owner from Denno is really the only character I can see that making sense. I mean, he has got a weird, out-of-date um, dress sense. He's got a time-travelling weird thing. He has companions that he travels through time with. You have to realise that he's absolutely insane as well. Oh, absolutely. That man is not right. You get passengers on that train. It's probably some sort of commuter vehicle. But if need be, bits can break off that have artillery carriages. Does he not just use two different trains rather than having one for the average business of shuttling people around and then in case they need to kill giant monsters? It's like, okay, here's a dining cart and here's one with axes for fists. It probably charges more to have people travel on a train that uh, fights monsters. Ah, true, but in the show you can see it detaching from the rest, so only the front and the arse-kicking sections are shown. And that was our mandatory deno tangent. We must have one every few episodes or all is lost. But yeah, it was exciting, the Time Ranger intro. They were trying to show it was different, and again, it seemed far different from GoGo5. It was just so jumpy and action-y and a little bit Power Rangers. I'm not sure I liked the theme, though. I mean, it's... What the hell was it with that uh, English bit at the beginning? You know, go over time and space. It's just kind of... It's weirdly kind of operatic-y. Oh, one bit I did like is that organ oh, bit yeah. in the intro. I did like that. I, I, no, I, I don't think I liked it. I... I'm not even sure I liked um, Time Force's opening, actually. And anyway, going into Time Force's opening, the Time Force theme is the usual Power Rangers attempt at 
rock and roll. It reminds me of a, a lot of the kind of the sound of the early 2000s. It's very kind of uh, nasally and monotonous at the beginning. At I find it epitomizes the early 2000s in the theme as well because it's got the whitest looking cast. Oh man. And always, well, showing more of the action scenes from the series compared to Sentai. Was the, the Red Ranger in that? I, I can't tell because of the video we were watching, but were those frosted tips he had? Every or was it just man blonde? in the early 21st century had frosted oh. tips. Everyone. <laughs> Who even thought of that? It was a very odd thing. Metrosexual was becoming mainstream. At one point, the Republicans were afraid of the gay agenda. Everyone feared frosted tips. We need to go back in time and punch the... We need our own robot to punch us back in time so that we, in turn, can punch the creator of the frosted tips. <laughs> and, and thus Guido's never existed. <laughs> that means we never have Jersey Shore. We are truly well, doing God's yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, also, we're going to need to start a Kickstarter for this, so you guys are going to have to donate a lot of money. We need this. a time-punching robot. We need this. I preferred the intro theme from Time Forceness because it was just catchy. It's the usual Power Rangers style. It's like, yeah, action and stuff. Time Force. Time Force. Time Force. Dun, dun, time force. Dun, dun. Yeah, it's pretty typical Power Rangers fair. I just don't think it did it as well as some of the previous themes did. But all in all, it was okay. It was satisfying because yeah. I like it when they go so far as to make their own villains and even make their own mooks. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the uh, the villains were reused, uh, but the main villain, um, Rancic, uh, was a completely different, uh, completely new um, suit, stuff like that. I did like the uh, the prosthetics that had in his, um, you know, on one of his bare arms. It looked kind of all cancerous and scarred. And so to bring the two together, Ranger, which of the two would you prefer? Yep, Time Force, again, because I'm a white supremacist. Uh, I just, I don't know, I just like the, uh, the characters in it a bit more than what I saw of... Um, of Time Ranger, I mean, I don't, it's not that I could dislike uh, Time Ranger at all, I do like it, I just, maybe it's nostalgia talking because um, Time Force was one of the first uh, Ranger shows I did watch, so yeah, no, I'm going with uh, Time Force on this one. I'm going to take a contrary position and say I preferred Time Ranger just from the overall theme of it, I wasn't too keen on the mutant thing compared to friggin' time travel in space, Mafia. And we need to leave this house now. No. And it's just a shame that we don't have a proper sub of Time Ranger past the introduction of Time Fire, aside from that one guy who didn't actually speak Japanese, he just got all of the words <laughs> by guessing from the title. That was fun. Which what, which do you think is going to sub um, a Time Ranger first? Uh, Shout Factory or Overtime? Only time will tell. I want you to leave this house now. But that was a good pun. It's my thing, though. Okay? No, I will fight you over the pun title. I will out Nobuharu you. So moving on, we have up next Hyakuju Sentai, Gaoranger, or Hey Guys, Japan Just Discovered CGI. Oh man. It's such a heavy use of CGI. Did they even have any props? Well, they had props for the uh, the suit, if that's what you mean. <laughs> even the characters were CGI. <laughs> just slightly better CGI. Honestly, you say that, but um, the CGI in Sentai actually hasn't changed since Gower Ranger. Pretty much, yeah. I've seen like the facial animations for the mech. Pretty much just Kyo Yuji. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so what's this about? Well, you bet it's furries versus demons, but slightly less furry. I prefer furries versus aliens. Yes, we all love you, Oja. You want me to get the kazoo out? Uh, no, 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 no! Oh, God, no, help me. Hey, look, this is the only thing that brings me joy. And so it's more along the line of ancient heroes defeated enemy and enemy comes back and they've got to defeat them again. The orgs, basically demons. You know, they do this a lot and the villains never stay sealed away for very long. I mean, you know, I mean, in a cosmic sense, you know, 3,000 years and boom, they're back. Yeah, and it's always happening around the 20th, 21st century. Isn't that weird? It's very, very odd. Thank you, fate. Why just... don't they just kill them? Well, because it's not the heroic way. Hang on, it's, it's Japan. They round tell that to Kamen Rider. They roundhouse can kick people so hard they explode, so what the hell, Japan? Stop sealing people away, just do the executions. Actually, they've got no problem with uh, with punching uh, the mook monsters until they blow up, but why not the main ones? Just Why seal them away? It's, because uh... they're clever enough to plead for mercy. <laughs> no, it's because the, uh, the ancient heroes recognise the, uh, the power of marketing. Yeah. Hang on, guys, 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 wait. If we just seal them... We get a sequel show. They'll come back, but we'll also be able to market icons of ourselves, our images moulded in processed fossil fuels in little figures that we then package in other more processed plastics for money. They were very forward-thinking back then. 
They were they invented capitalism, the ancient ancient Japanese. They just didn't include. We call it. them the Saban clan. <laughs> it all goes full circle. But personally, I don't have much to say about Gower Ranger other than, oh crikey, the CGI. The suit designs were okay. Eh. They, well... It's the, the sash along it the... It doesn't it, break it, up why? the colour much, does it? Ah, uh, no. Get a bit of a Sun Vulcan vibe from the fact we've got a shark. They got a shark. Well, the ocean has sharks too. Does that remind you of uh, Sun Vulcan? Life reminds you of Sun Vulcan, doesn't it? Everything. Especially when I read about child abuse cages in the news. <laughs> Full panther, no. Panther, get, get away! <laughs> Stop burrowing under there. No curry for you. We can never let this die. Speaking of never letting things die, do you feel like stabbing a roommate? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, this is incredibly tasteless, but whatever. This is Manic's Power Armor. Taste never got to us. So, yes, we probably should uh, address the elephant zord in the room. The actor who played the uh, the red wild force ranger and... Um, what was his name from the samurai? Oh, um, the Fujuzo alternative. Yeah. Unfortunately, did uh, stab and kill his roommate. It's a very divisive topic. I've seen arguments going both ways. Uh, my personal view is, if you break into someone's room, you've probably got to be prepared for someone to defend themselves. But at the same time, the dude knows martial arts, right? I mean, stabbing someone shouldn't be your first option. I mean, maybe punching him in the face. It's America. He didn't have a gun. That surprises me. Yeah, I do believe that uh, Ricardo Medina is being um, sentenced later this month, so we should find out. He did plead guilty to um, voluntary manslaughter, which for those of you who aren't well-versed in killing roommates, uh, means that under the stressful circumstances, you voluntarily did something that you wouldn't normally do. I think that's fair. He faces, instead of the original life sentence, a maximum of six years. Not ideal, but, you know, it's better. So that's basically the plot of Power Rangers Wild Force. Okay, good thing this isn't a kid's podcast. Murder! And so now getting into Wild Force, let's talk about the plot first. Tell me the plot. What is the plot? I've lost the plot. Well, I don't think either of us ever had the plot to begin with. And so, similar to Gower Ranger, though obviously different because more white people, it starts with the Red living as part of a tribe for a period of time rather than it being ancient heroes and stuff. And they just find superpowers and stuff. Magical island. Yeah, I think he finds like a like a little uh, little orb, and then goes to the big city, and uh, just gets um, wrapped up in the the previously established um, uh, wild force rangers. And he joins them as the red ranger. They take him up to a weird floating turtle island to find some hippie woman, and then they all get robots and beat monsters as you do. Interestingly enough, the villains for this were called the Orgs. Like even yes. with Master Org as the boss. And that is a nice reference to the Sentai. I do like it when they do that, like a little, the references to the Sentai. It, it's neat. It's also easy for them, and it doesn't mean they have to keep thinking up new villain names. It was quite surprising, refreshing. They had better use of the stock footage, to be honest. Hmm. And so moving on to the openings, we'll start with Gower Ranger. Why is there a little techno beat going on in the background? It's because they wanted to market this to the uh, to the club-going market. Yeah, to be honest, I should wear a Garanger suit to a rave, just get lots of responses. Raves are very popular with uh, with young Japanese boys. Oh yeah, little Kenny used to go off, covered in glow sticks, and he was like, yeah, mom, banging, in it. It was an interesting theme, not as blood-pumpingly as they tried to do with Time Ranger. I think that tr they tried to go that direction, but it just seems kind of lackluster to me. Moving on to the Wild Force intro, it's a lot more catchy. I've still got the yeah. chorus stuck in my head. It's like, Wild Force Power Rangers! That is just so yeah. catchy. That's what the Power Ranger themes can do. They just get stuck in your head. Absolutely. They're definite earworms. Though most of the intro was just the intro from Gower Ranger. They had more scenes, and it was just generally, well, more appealing. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot more. One thing that I really don't like about the Gower Ranger opening is that really weird kind of CGI logo that kind of runs along like a uh, like a line and has I mean, like a line. Oh, they have a tail weird. on the end. It's weird. The Japanese just discovered CGI. They want to experiment. And so let's now compare Gower Ranger and Wild Force, I believe. I'll start first. I'm just going to have to say, I'm sorry, Wild Force. The theme gets to me, and I just like what they did with the source material. And yourself, Kamen Ranger? It's worth... Um... Noting that um, Wild Force marked a very different, um, yeah, like a turning point in Power Rangers. Uh, Disney had just bought it out halfway through. Um, Saban started off, and so that made it a little bit lackluster, I suppose. It wasn't the best. Uh, I'd probably prefer um, Gar Ranger. 
mainly because it doesn't have Merrick in it. And, oh. I mean, this guy, he is the worst-looking ranger that America has ever produced. But the 90s, you got your soul It's patch. not the 90s anymore, boy. It's the 2000s. middle parting. Yeah, he's got that um, Don Bluth protagonist parting. It's uh, the soul patch goatee it Looks like a 35-year-old man pretending to be 23. Uh, just yeah, yellow his teeth a bit, add a few more bags under his eyes, and he'll look like uh, yeah, an old early two thousands rocker who's trying to relive the glory days. <laughs> I used to be part of a band. And as we murder these two series in our room, we're moving on to the next Sentai. We have class, I swear. We move on to Ninpu Sentai Hurricaneer, <laughs> and that's right, it's another Ninja Sentai. It's the it, Ninpu. It just <laughs> only the finest quality humor here. Hey, hey, Rex. Yes? What do you reckon uh, Hurricane Red does on the toilet? What? Do you, re- do you reckon he does a, a nin-poo? Oh, dear lordy, we haven't <laughs> even talked about it and you're breaking apart. <laughs> so anyway, this is an interesting Sentai because it starts with the usual three, the traffic light trio. You get your red, your blue, your yellow. The blue's more of a cyan. And mm. I get more of a live man vibe from it. But one yeah. thing I liked was the addition of the extra rangers as yes. villains initially. The, uh, the Go-Rigers. Yeah, they were rivals and they were against, of course, the big bad, but mm. they were doing their own thing. And I really love their... I love the colours. Like, it's it's like they're their own team, but with a slightly different bent than the the main one. So you've got, uh, you got the na- navy and crimson instead of red and blue. And I was always really disappointed that they didn't have like a, like a mustard ranger to go along with them. I get the feeling that they just bought spandex in the wrong colour and they had to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh, it, it kind of ran in the dye a bit, so they just had to uh, work with what they had. Does not work well in water. You see, like someone come out and it's absolutely like <laughs> grey, or suddenly turns pink. I also had a Green Ranger, the Shurikenja. I did like how he could spin his helmet around and assume a different form, kind of shove uh, shove off his um, kind of chest shield thing a bit. That's very He-Man. And they fought against Space Ninjas. Pretty much, here's a Space Ninja clan. I mean. Yeah, I mean, ninjas are one of the universe's few constants. There always exists ninjas. Mm. It's it's basically Naruto with space ninjas. You know, a bunch of misfit ninjas are trained. And then the... Uh, I think... Are they all killed? Yeah, I think all the other students are killed. And then they say, stop it, space ninjas. And then they stop the space ninjas. And that's the whole series. Wait, this is Live Man with space ninjas. Friends, why did you sell your soul to ninja Satan? Well, wouldn't you do that for space ninja powers? Yeah. I, yeah, I would. And we now move on to the Power Rangers alternative. Don't worry, your roommate is safe. We've got <laughs> Ninja Storm. Yeah, it's Ninja Storm. It's uh, pretty middle of the road for me, I think. It's um, fairly similar in that um, you've, got a, you've got three slightly misfit ring, uh, students at a ninja academy in, in America, no less. It's about as Japanese as you can get for these. It's about as Japanese as uh, one of those Asian fusion restaurants you get. Where everyone is white who works there. And for some reason they have chips on the menu. Well, we all know that, you know, Chinese chips are the best. Come on. Well, obviously. Yeah. No, it's all that stuff. MSG, it's enough mm. to kill a man. But yeah, they uh, like these um, evil ninja blokes come down and suck up everyone. I think they kind of trap them in something because, oh, you can't have mass murder on a kid's show. That's something those Japanese would do. And uh, yeah, they just get powers from a, uh, from a hamster. Well, he was no, also a hamster pig. in the previous, in the Sentai yeah, one. Yeah, but the CGI, though, that didn't mean I have to like it. Oh, come on, he's like Master Splinter, but you can step on him. Why? Get out, Shredder. Nah, damn, you got me. <laughs> Tonight I dine on turtle soup. And pillowy mounds of mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's really weird that James Avery played both of those characters. I like to think he was the same character. Two different roles. <laughs> so, uh, so Shredder is just what happens when Uncle Phil just gets too annoyed with Will and decides to get ripped and <laughs> learn ninjutsu. If you spend that long with Will Smith, wouldn't you do that? I mean, just imagine what people are doing when they have to look after Jaden Smith. <laughs> They're probably starting war crimes. Why do, do you think Assad is so crazy? <laughs> he was, he was Jaden's babysitter. Bad taste is a word we don't understand. Something I really want to mention with uh, Ninja Storm is the original pitch for it, which was Project Hexagon. Uh, written by everyone's favourite superfan, Amit Barmik, who um, whose original claim to fame was 
working on the hoax Scorpion Rain, which was a, uh, a proposed Power Rangers fan film that was never going to be made, but they made a hoax about it just for the fun. And he actually ended up coming onto the show and working as a writer. The, the basic premise of it was that um, the Power Rangers had become a full-on um, organization, and uh, previous Rangers joined up and were, you know, were making this um, kind of multinational organization that dealt with um, kind of generic um, run-of-the-mill monster attacks rather than one single um, invasion force. And Hexagon would be headed by Saban's Jason David Frank. Hey. Taking on a more Zordon um, approach. You mean he wasn't a giant head already? No, he was just a giant ego. <laughs> um, and the three main ninja rangers would be... Um, their powers would be reverse-engineered from uh, Ninja's powers... And they'd be like the uh, the top recruits of Hexagon. And the bit that I love the most about this um, pitch was that uh, the the two rival rangers were from a uh, like a like a splinter group headed by um, headed by uh, Jason, the original Red Ranger, who had become a lot more disenfranchised with how um, Hexagon was being run and was a bit more. You know, I thought rangers should stay more independent. He's a libertarian ranger now. <laughs> Don't tread on me. <laughs> that sounds like an absolute cluster look, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. You should not let fans near anything. Oh, come on. It, it's it's fine. I actually really like Amit Barmik's pitches for things. Like his um his his pitch for the uh, for a GoBusters adaptation had it set on um, TerraVenture from Lost Galaxy. Actually, once they colonized the planet, they sure love the deep lore and deepest lore. Ah, uh... but yeah, no, it was. I, I'm actually pretty sad that they never got around to making it. Actually, it was the whole thing was to kind of type a bunch of plot holes, give characters resolutions. The Green Ranger from Lightspeed Rescue was going to come back as like the the uh, the team's kind of transport. He'd fly them around a helicopter and stuff like that. Uh, it yeah, I really liked it actually. Filling in the plot holes, only a grown man who watches a children's show would care could notice us. <laughs> yeah, Drakina was going to come back as well, and they'd finally kill her off. It, man, what's it say about me that I actually really want this? So, moving on to comparing the opening themes and openings. I love the Hurricane one because yeah. it's it's Japanese. Okay, that's weird to say, but it has like a lot of ninja stuff. They're trying to be ninjas. They're emphasizing that it's about ninjas. You're a weeaboo, mate. You're a filthy weeb. Did the waifu pillow not clue you in? Yeah, I did wonder. I did wonder. But the fact is the body pillows are a picture of myself, so that might have thrown you off a bit. Time to get the weeaboo paddle out. <laughs> Uh, no, I've got to agree with you. Uh, I really like it. It's a lot. It's really upbeat. I like the kind of weird um, Japanese folk um, thing themes they've infused into the music. Uh, I, one thing I really like in the actual uh, video itself is like the uh, those little um, parasols they have and stuff like that. It's kind of off the wall, but it's I don't know. I like it. It's it's fun. Since one of the earliest sentais I watched was Shinkenger, I do love it when they keep throwing back to the Japanese instruments and things. It's hmm. just charming yeah. compared to the Ninja Storm intro, which is. Yeah. White, so white. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if most of the protagonists were some shade of brown. It was the whitest show. These kids in this American ninja training camp it's, have this power. It's funny how such a uh, you know ethnically diverse cast on a show run by a Jew can be so white. It's so weird. I think that's just the touch. <laughs> it's just so white. It's the curse. No matter what happens in Power Rangers, you're white. You're mm. you're Saban's cracker. <laughs> All your previous culture and ethnicity is just stripped away. This is true cultural appropriation. Just everything is white. This episode is now appropriate for Tumblr. I need to get a bunch of Saban approved stickers. Yes. And so, in general, between series, which do you prefer? Um, uh, probably Hurricane, actually. Same. Yeah. I just like it. I like the characters more. Yeah, it's just more fun, I guess. Certainly it was better. I love the references to it in Akiba Ranger. They were quite <laughs> yes. on mark. Yeah, didn't they have like the uh, third um, Go Ranger there for like a couple of episodes? I think so, yeah. yeah. That was based on a concept. Yeah. See, I, I want my Mustard Ranger, damn it. I'll be your Mustard Ranger. In the theme of Sentais that had their previous theme in another series, we start off with Bakodio Sentai Abaranger. What okay. does that mean? Dinosaurs. Oh yeah, I think uh, it's like rampaging dinosaurs and like that. Rampage rangers or something, it's pretty badass. And so what is the plot, you ask? Dinosaurs from the dinosaur dimension are attacked by aliens and seek humans that can use dinosaur powers, basically. Dino guts. 
Yeah, that's kind of weird. Why do they use guts? I, I know think, it's in well, the sense of like the metaphor, but do you want them to be using dino balls? <laughs> dino entrails. Well, no, because think about in Q Ranger. Currently, they've got space balls. <laughs> Does the Orion go at ludicrous speed? Only when they go to Plaid Ranger. <laughs> uh, no, it's a very, uh, very out there um, premise. I, I think the backstory is that the uh, the meteor that uh, wiped out the dinosaurs um, kind of fractured reality, and like there are two universes: one where uh, where dinosaurs weren't extinct, the one where they were. This is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, oh, you're right. Also in the vein of Hurricane it starts off with the team of the original three. You got your red, your blue, your yellow. They're finally the right colour because the toner in the printer has been changed. <laughs> and of course it has Aberray Black and Aberray Killer, the white, later on. But ultimately it just focuses on the first three. Mm, nice yeah. small team, nice and compact. Generally a pleasant series. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Um, they, they did have a... It was nice seeing the characters come together at the beginning. Like, um... Aberry Black's character, um, Asuka, comes in and is all like, oh, no, dinosaurs, um, you take these dino powers and help me tame these dinosaurs. And they did. Um, Aberry Blue, though, um, Yukito, was... Uh, I liked his um, arc at the beginning because he's this uh, some kind of superstar chiropractor. Oh, wouldn't you if you had a ponytail like that? That's only given to people of high who can... chiropractic status. Yeah, if you can mess with a person's spine so hard they still remain alive, you have earned the 731 special ponytail. <laughs> but no, and uh, he's all like, I don't need to be a superhero. I can just go back and, you know, with all my chiropractor money. <laughs> Breaking alien spines. <laughs> predator style. It's like, no, he's like a reverse predator. He puts their spines back in. Oh, like a uh, reverse shin. Just kind of takes their spines out, rearranges them, and then shoves them back in. No, if you watch Kamen Rider Shin Backwards, it's about a monster who regains his humanity by reinserting people's spines and <laughs> putting people's chopped-off heads back on. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, it's... um, uh, The Red Ranger kind of annoyed me a bit. Kind of like the, uh, the stupid kind of... It was a dark time in Sentai. Yeah, I don't know. Just, Red Ranger just kind of wasn't... Not that I'm wanting yet the most serious Ranger. I just want someone who can take it a bit more seriously. We'll never get another view tender. I know. Next up is the Power Rangers counterpart, which is a Power Rangers Jason David Frank. Uh, is that how he pronounce it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Jason David Rangers. Oh, I think the subtitle is Jason David Frank Dino Thunder. Okay. Yeah. So, well, basically, Jason David Frank is now a professor who studies dinosaur stuff. Back. back again. Jason David Frank's back. Tell a friend. Please buy a Jason David Frank autograph. Jason's back. Jason's back. Jason. <laughs> but no, yeah, Tommy's back. Um, As a high school teacher in why? some boring place, and <laughs> yeah. the gang of misfits of Red Jock, Blue Spurg, and Yellow Hipster come together you know and what? break into things. This isn't actually that dissimilar from the uh, the new Power Rangers movie, is it? Yeah, they Just... all got attention, they all meet each other because of that. But they don't have enough Jason David Frank. And that's why the Power Rangers movie bombed in comparison to Dino Thunder. Yeah, so you had a few seconds of Jason David Frank. Ah, such heresy. Mm. I did like how um, Jason David Frank's Tommy Oliver became a uh, a new ranger in this, and how his um, morpher was reminiscent of the last powers he assumed, which were the uh, the turbo powers. He had a little key that he inserted and twisted it. It's you know, If you wanted to be someone like Amit Barmik and read way too much into everything, you could say that he reverse-engineered the um, these powers from his turbo powers. I particularly like the main villain that they had for this. Oh, Mesagog, yeah. It's just so cool. They've got a funky Jekyll and Hyde style thing. And even the design they did for the oh, costume. Man. Yeah, that, that mask, those um, animatronics like the, with the mouth and the eyes. It's great. Oh, it's so good. And so, in terms of plot, how does Mesagog's plan differ from aliens invading the dino universe? That well, for one so thing, cool. he's not invading anything really. He's just kind of causing mass hysteria. Uh, man, it's, the um, Anton Mercer is the man he kind of possesses. They, um, like you said, they have this weird kind of Jacqueline and Hyde thing. He kind of possesses this otherwise decent um, billionaire type philanthropist and uses his resources to make dinosaur monster alien. Weird. It's weird. The uh, the aesthetic for the monsters in Arbor Rangers don't really fit with what we're going for in. Um, yeah, that's awfully dark. It's a bit American JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Got a bit of scary monsters going on. <laughs> Actually, no, it's like that one Marvel villain. Oh, oh, oh what was he called? Sauron. 
Yes, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to make dinosaurs. <laughs> Just like so, I'm going to make everyone dinosaurs. Um, or like the uh, like the lizard in the Amazing Spider-Man movie. We don't talk about that movie. Why did he? Oh, it looks weird. He was so much better in the '90s cartoon. Right. Just so everything much was more emotion. In that cartoon. So moving on to the intros, the Apple Ranger intro was catchy. It was so catchy with the little riff at the beginning, like do 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 do. Yeah, really good. Uh, oh, it's it's um, it was sang by um, uh, Endo Masaki, who is a an artist, and I'm, I, I like I actually really like his stuff. He does a bunch of uh, kind of covers. He's done um, he did a cover of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme actually. Really? Yeah, it's in English and it's wonderful. Ooh, everything's better with English. One thing that's interesting actually is when he says um, "Go Go Power Rangers," he's saying, he's saying "Go Go Power Ranger" like they do in the, the Japanese oh, themes. Yeah. They don't refer to them as a Plural, like Arbor Rangers, but Arbor Ranger. Really odd considering Go Busters. Well, that's because they wanted... Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Go Busters, because they did everything to make it perfect for a Power Rangers adaptation, and Saban just said, oh. nah. They snubbed the love you. letter. It's like, no, we want dinosaurs again. Our ratings are falling, we need more dinosaurs. Really, I can't complain about the Aberray theme. The intro was generic Sentai. It's okay. It's something you'll find when um, and more well-known artists kind of make a Sentai theme, is that their style... Is a little bit muted, like with the Psychic Lovers um, Shinkenja thing. Hey! It's good, but it's, it's... I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's kind of, you know, you can tell that a lot of marketing went into it. Well, true. They're trying to emphasize the meaning behind all this. Like, yeah, they've got these powers, look at this. And on screen with the mm-hmm. intro, it's like, let's show these as well. Boom, capitalism. The Saban clan wins. And then moving on to the Dino Thunder theme. Funnily enough... You can change all the lyrics to Jason David Frank and it can still carry a tune. It's like, Jason, Jason David, David Frank. Frank! Jason David Frank! <clears throat> do, 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 do. Jason David, Jason David. This is going to be a new thing. We should definitely play a cover of the Dino Thunder theme with Kazoo and Jason David Frank <laughs> for all the words. Absolutely. Um... <clears throat> Power Rangers Dino Thunder theme, but every other word is Jason David Frank. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's actually classy. It sort of openly states what's happening in the plot. These young people and all that stuff. I guess in uh, in some ways the lyrics are actually pretty um, Showa um, uh, Toku. In, you know, how they talk about these heroes. They're coming to save everyone. They're cool. Yeah. I'm actually reminded more of the intro from the original Transformers cartoons. Oh, yes. And he just tries to include everything in the intro theme. Jason Formers, Franks in disguise. Jason David Bots <laughs> raids their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Francicons. <laughs> Frank Formers. Jason's in disguise. Incompetent actors in disguise. <laughs> Egos in disguise. <laughs> Egos in sewers. Frank Formers. Egos in disguise. You know, we can probably take every men- every time we've mentioned Jason David Frank in our podcast so far, just make an entire episode's worth of uh, sound out of it. He's going to start charging royalty for every time <laughs> we say his name. <laughs> oh, well, you say that, but he probably will. Oh, well. <laughs> He is one with Saban, and Saban is with him. <laughs> he learned from the best. So let's put these Jason David Frank tangents under arrest as we move on to Tokusei Sentai, Deca Ranger, Space Police. You love your Space Police, come on. I'm being space detained. <laughs> I don't space consent. I'm a space sovereign citizen. <laughs> <laughs> and the plot is basically Space Police. Yeah, pretty decent. Um, they don't do as much spacing as I'd like them to, they pretty much on Earth. So, typical Doctor Who budget. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Um, now it's about a bunch of uh, space cops without uh, Red Letter Media's involvement, unfortunately. They solve space crime on Earth. So not really space crime, just Earth crime, but with aliens. Oh, and their boss is a furry. Yeah. He's a pretty cool character, just the internet has ruined everything for us. And he becomes the uh, Sixth Ranger as well. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, Stecker Master. I love that suit. It is beautiful. The series itself was so well made. Absolutely, yeah. No, um, Decker Ranger's pretty good, yeah. I love what they did with the mecha suit, how they had it to the Robocop thing with the gun. Oh, yeah. Dead or alive, you come in with me, creep. They really put effort into it to say that it's a police sentai, and it shows, you can see the love they put into it. Mm. Character development could have had a bit of extra use because the red wasn't that great. Yeah, no, Ban is trash tier Red Ranger. I love how like ninety percent of the uh, the mech is um, lights. 
like going on the head and the chair. Everything is just everything is lights. Everything's emergency lights. I think they've confused police with rave again. Oh no, they're going back to Gower Ranger territory. Just uh, fuse the two together. You got the perfect rave. You've got you've got a furry rave getting detained by police for being too loud. Uh, coming up, actually, is a uh, Decca Ranger Gavan um, crossover movie, which I'm very much looking forward to because I need me some more Gavan in my life. We all miss Gavan because mm. they just won't bother to bring Metal Heroes back. It's like, no, no, we got specials. We got specials. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't blame them for discontinuing Metal Heroes. I mean, the last one was pretty crap, but. At the same time, that doesn't mean they can't, you know, start. I mean, Toby probably makes enough money to make another series, right? We'll see how well Q-Ranger does. It'll <laughs> carry everything. <laughs> In a similar vein is Power Rangers SPD, or Space Patrol Delta. Well, that's what it means? Yeah, that's what it means. Wow. They definitely are selling space police with this, aren't space. they? Space. And much like the Decca Rangers, they don't go into space that much either. Um... Actually, this this show follows the uh, the B team of Rangers. Funnily enough, though, this is not the uh, the team you would normally be following in a Power Rangers show. This is backup, and when the A squad goes off into space to solve space crime, the B team is left in charge to pick up the slack. Oh no, petty theft! Oh, An no. ugly man broke into my house. A bag snatcher. Someone said Jason David Frank without paying royalties. <laughs> now the characters. Uh, a lot of the early thing is. Um, the the rangers having to come together to um, cooperate because they don't like each other a lot. Uh, two of them are criminals, in fact, but you know, good-hearted Robin Hood types. So they all kind of uh, come together and become space police to police space and solve space crime on Earth. Funnily enough, they kept Doggy Kruger in the series as yes. Doggy Kruger. They just changed the suit to make it a bit more realistic and less furry. It was oddly leathery the skin. Hmm. I was quite disturbing. They sort of made it very dark and gritty. Well, compared to the Sentai. Oh, yeah. The Sentai was fun. It was very lighthearted. But with this, they made it pretty dark. I did like the uh, the aliens uh, they did. Like um, like Catmanx, the um, their tech support type. Instead of just going with uh, what the Sentai did and giving someone like a weird kind of feathery um, ear thingies, they, made, they kind of went full on with the uh, face makeup and ears and made it look like she's some kind of weird cat alien. I always get Star Trek Deep Space Nine vibes oh, when with like Power the, um, Rangers do aliens. Oh, with like the just rubber forehead stuff. Yeah, but they put effort into it. You can tell that they actually yeah. tried. And there's an alien in this, and I swear he's like a human version of Pigmon. Oh, know? the yeah. spiky dude. Yeah, it looks like Pigmon, I swear. He just needs a little balloon hanging off of him. So, moving on to the intro themes. I love the Decca Ranger one. It's such a lovely change to Sentai. Mm. It starts with a nice bit of guitar, and it was actually done by Psychic Lover, who later yes. did the Shinkenji one. I do love me some Psychic Lover. I need to find the Decca Ranger one, actually. I've played the Shinkenja theme on radio a few times because, hmm. solid, I'm weeb trash. And just, well, you're uh, not wrong. Hey, um, <laughs> Decca Ranger, it was tasty. It was yeah. just so good. No, yeah, that really gets your uh, your blood pumping for some space justice. The actual intro itself was okay. It showed them doing yeah. things. Nice bit with the two guns, like, Yarrr! yeah. But the theme definitely wins it. Absolutely, definitely. And then there's the Power Rangers SPD one, which was definitely a sign of them going darker. It yeah. wasn't as dark as, say, what they did later on with RPM, but no. they were trying so hard for it to be slightly like a light corn. Yeah, it's weirdly heavy for a Disney-era Power Rangers show. Like, Guys, this is a kid show. No, let's get edgy. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get down with the Rangers. <laughs> oh, man. Um... The the intro of the video itself, uh, I think, is a lot more action-packed and gets you on board a bit more. So many more explosions as well. Right. I love how, up until now with Power Rangers, it's been pretty ethnically diverse. And so we first see, whoa, Black Red Ranger! And then the rest like, whitey, 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 Calm whitey. down there, Tumblr. No, but it's just interesting. It's like, wait, hang on. <laughs> where's the where's the token Hispanic dude? Where's the token Asian? Jinx. Uh, yeah, it's just quite interesting, and they pack so many explosions into that as well. Compared to the Sentai, who tries to show everything equally, they're just like, no, you got to show action. <laughs> Truly American. <laughs> Bye, Saban. <laughs> Jason David Frank. <laughs> Do not let us near a kazoo. <laughs> and so, ultimately, which would you prefer? Decaranger or SPD? SPD. It's, I don't know, I just, I like it more. I can get behind the Red Ranger more than bloody Ban. He's just, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. That's really all I can be do is to describe him. He's an idiot. 
I liked the dark take that SPD took, but I'm just more of a Decca Ranger guy. You mean you're more of a weeaboo? No, oh come on, they did more with Decca Ranger. They even did the Ten Years After movie. Yes, yeah. It's it's, it's good. Didn't uh, the Yellow Ranger marry one of the uh, kids of the week from Decca Ranger in that movie? This doesn't help the whole Yellow Ranger paedophile thing at all, does it? <laughs> the curse of Volpanther. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's taken over the Yellow Ranger's love of curry. It's the Yellow Ranger now has a love of young, young kids. So, keeping up on the bad taste jokes we've got, um, Volpanther's child abuse thing, and killing your roommate. Echoes across eternity. Much like Space Ninjas, um, our bad taste is another universal constant. And so we dispel that series, and move on to the next Sentai, which is... Can you not? What, what? Do you not like the puns? Well, not when I'm not making them. Relevant, Maho Sentai Magiranger, yet another family Sentai. It's quite okay for a Sentai, fairly generic, but it's yeah. relatively pleasant. It's quite light-hearted. Everyone's related. Nang 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 nang. Banjo sounds. Swear to God, I will I will do things to you with that kazoo. Interestingly enough, I like how Magi Yellow was later cast as the Gold Ranger in Go Busters. Just yes. that lovely face. Hmm. I do like how um, his character, Tsubasa, was um, a Blue Ninja's um, magic tutor back in England. It's almost going into near Power Ranger lore quality relating yeah, to right. previous ones. Kind of weird. It's quite, I just like how Hiroya Matsumoto plays two different of the same ranger. But then again, the guy who played Kamen Rider Garen was also in Forza. Lest we forget, Kamen Rider Blade was in Gay Porn. Lest we forget. Truly, these people are all very talented. Jason David Frank sex tape when? Jason David Frank's sex tape never. And so the plot in Magic Ranger is pretty generic, actually. Is it demons? Probably demons, probably just generic magical enemies. No one really bothers with it. The best part is, though, they transform using phones. Yeah, phones. Again. Yeah, flip phones, because they were big, and they still are big in Japan for some reason. Why? Maybe it's ingrained in the culture. That's how people view phones over their smartphone. What the hell's that? Only Akira knows. That's quite an interesting idea for a morpher. What? An Akira-themed one? No, a smartphone. Oh. No, Jam yeah, they had one. Yeah, Akira from um, from Tokyuja. Orange bloke. Yeah, orange bloke. Not Donald Trump. Well, the one thing I didn't quite like in this, in that they transformed into the mechs. It was more like a powered-up magical yeah. form. It was kind of odd for me. Kind of weird given the size difference between them all as well. Yeah. The pink one always annoys me because of how small she is compared to the others. It's like that one scene from the 95 Power Rangers movie where pink is so tiny. Oh, yeah. Except this pink doesn't have a great big Jay Leno chin. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing. One of the most memorable scenes I found in Magic Ranger was where was it green and yellow would just came across this tourist oh, who yeah, was asking the, for directions. And yellow's like, I don't speak English. And he just nervously shied away. Green went straight in there and gave her directions to, I think it was a train station. I'd have to Probably. recheck the scene. But that was quite an interesting one. It's like, dude, how the hell did you learn English? <laughs> Magic. Yellow just stares at him like, whoa. I did love the designs for the funky flying motorbike broomstick things. Oh, yeah, those little things. Thing, little broom flaring around the engine. little thruster thingy, yeah. Yeah, that was cute. I like the uh, little M they have going on there. You know, kind of goes up the legs and then kind of goes down the chest. It was a cheerful Sentai, and I enjoyed it from that. It mm. wasn't too bad. It was something that you could just sit back it's and comfy. watch. Yeah. The capes are great as well. It'll, uh, oh, yeah, that was it'll go very odd things. Actually, I don't think I've seen them since Goranger in there. So yeah, not to keep. Oh on no, the... I think Jacker had uh, capes as well. Oh yeah, not to keep on the helmet designs. They were just uh, again. It's my complaint yeah. with GoGo Five. It was just like one symbol and. Yeah, they it kind was... of yeah changed it. They had like a main thing where it's kind of um, kind of narrower in the middle and wider at the top. And so we cross over to the Western take on magic, and we've got Power Rangers Mystic Force, i.e. How do you do, fellow kids? Oh man, the theme tune is awful. <laughs> but we'll get onto the theme tune later. It follows the usual theme of ancient evil defeated and then new heroes found in the 21st century. Uh, fairly generic Power Rangers take on things, but in this case it's the undead. Oh, That is cool. And so they're like wizards in power armor facing the undead. This is a, such a great concept that would have made a fantastic game or something, but it had to be Power Rangers. Unfortunately, they didn't deliver on the potential. It's uh, pretty bland. It's just bland. 
is a shame because they had such a lot to work for. Absolutely, yeah. But then again, look at what happened with Ghost Sager. But we'll have to get into that much later on. When we get to Megaforce, we'll, so, we'll turn yeah. it into a drinking game. Still, they definitely tried, but not as fun as Magiranger. They were trying to still keep the serious route and it just couldn't stay cool. I mean, I guess. But at the same time, it does have the classic Power Rangers goofiness that when it's kind of the rest of the series isn't that compelling, it kind of throws it off and that works to its detriment. It also features the return of Rita Repulsa, once more um, played by Machika Soga. And it's the last time we'll ever see her because um, Machika Soga died not long after. And I like to think that this made her die. No, oh, no. Just the involvement with Magi Rangers. Like, no, her stick her back in Sentai. It, it's probably the best part of this series, actually, because um, because of her pu- uh, purification by the Z Wave, um, she starts using her powers for for good now and becomes like the uh, the ultimate force of good magic in the universe. Which is, I, I think, it's pretty sweet. I like how when Lord Zed was cleansed, he became the whitest guy ever. Yeah, right. He just he became white middle class man. Hey, so the. If Rita is now the uh, the ultimate good in the good magic in the universe, what what's Lord Zed doing these days? Ah, uh, the usual mowing the lawn, being condescending towards anyone vaguely Hispanic, <laughs> typical pure white people stuff. I mean, does does he have his magic powers anymore? I mean, well, all white people are magical. It's called privilege. Uh, once again, this uh, this podcast has been edited for Tumblr. <laughs> uh, the, the, we're saving a massive chunk of time where we start apologising for being male and self-flagellating. We've got full-on whips and everything. It's the only way to purify our souls. And even then, we won't be played by Magica Soga, which is quite depressing. Uh, yeah, I miss her. She was really dead. She loved yeah. every role she did. She just gave it her all. Uh, she was so good in Ranger, and especially oh, in Denzi Man. You can tell... You can tell her role of Bandora was just... She seems to have the most fun in that one. She just really just goes for it. And so moving on to the intros, Magiranger was quite pleasant. It was cheerful. The theme was like, yeah, magic and stuff. We got magic going on. You guys are magic, right? Magiranger wins by default. Just, you hate Mystic Force that much. There's a burning fire in my chest. Well, we'll it, get it burns for the hatred of We'll move on to that in a second. But Magic yeah. did try and play on the magical theme. It seemed very, again, generic current Sentai, but they put effort into it. And to be honest, the theme wins it. And I just yes. love seeing Yellow and Transform just his face <laughs> because, hey, I saw Go Busters first. And I'm like, yeah, I know that guy. That's a thing I recognize. That's a face I remember. That's quite rare. <laughs> And uh, going on to Mystic Force. Oh boy, basically, if you watch the intro to Mystic Force, the theme, I swear, it's synced right to Hey Ya by Outcast. It's balls. It's like Black Eyed Peas meets Outcast and the whitest rappers ever, and they're trying to be cool, saying, Hey yo, this is Power Rangers, kids like rap these days, right? You're not far off, actually, that's really the reason why they made the theme song rap. It is so jarring, especially because up until then, it had been some sort of 90s rock ballad with a man who can't speak normally. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm talking like this. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Gnarly. And then suddenly you've got rap. It's not good. No thanks, man. None of that for me today, governor. I like to applaud the fact that they tried, but it's just so funny. It's camp. And it's like, hang on, this is something different. You've got action scenes and explosions. And mm. It just isn't fitting for rap. It feels like it's a decade out. This maybe would have fitted the 90s because they were experimenting, oh, yeah. but not the early 21st century. Uh, funny thing is, um, Ron Wasserman actually did um, write and perform a uh, like a pitch piece for, a, um, for the Mystic Force theme. And it's way better than what we actually got. So would you say that the Mystic Force theme is one of the worst mistakes of the early 21st century, even worse than the Iraq War? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a completely fair statement. Um, well, at least in Iraq we learned that that sort of thing was a bad idea. With Power Rangers, they're like, no, we'll try different things. So after having heard Ron Wasserman's version, I can definitely see the direction they were going in. So more of the same Power Ranger stuff. It was a bit generic, but it's, Maybe it's good. far better than the hip-hop abomination <laughs> that was what they did. Uh, please never make me remember that. That was a terrifying experiment. And Bad. even though I can probably predict, which between Magi Ranger and Mystic Force did you prefer, Ranger? 
Honestly, this is actually kind of hard for me. Um, I don't much care for either of them, to be fair. Um, I'd say Magi Ranger just because I like the theme better. I'm really, really going to have to agree with you, even though the Mystic Force theme has a place in my heart, because at some point I intend to just add, like, some outcast or something to it. Because <laughs> it looks like, you no, know, just like, you know, the C, that bit from Hey Ya, like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, just that, just layer that on everything, and it's going to be a much better theme. Uh, it couldn't well be worse, could it? And so this brings episode two of our Sentai Power Rangers comparison special to an end. And overall... It's been interesting. We've gone through a fair amount. We should have ended on a high note. We should have ended on a better series. But... And again, given that the next one is Operation Overdrive, I don't think that's possible. But we can see a lot of recurring themes that were present in Sentai of this era. We can see how Power Rangers evolved. They started using more of their own content. And hmm. um, I think from Magi Ranger onwards, then they started using more of the Sentai elements. Yeah, it got a bit uh, cheaper, I think. That's when uh, Disney started slashing budgets. Um, yeah, production moved to, uh, to New Zealand. Ironically enough, New Zealand bans the airing of Power Rangers. <laughs> Excellent. We can only show Lord of the Rings here. And yet New Zealand raised Peter Jackson, the guy who made one of the goriest zombie movies ever. <laughs> Strange to think about that, really. Peter Jackson's Power Rangers when? <laughs> That's good. That would be beautiful. Mm. We've had a great insight into the conventions of both. And as we can later find out about Saban buying Disney out again and getting Power Rangers back, if only they kept it and had Marvel and Star Wars and did some strange crossover from hell. Oh, man. But that's another story and another podcast, because we can't fit this into one because we need to break to P2. Um, you might. I've got plastic bottles here. <laughs> that explains the smell. <laughs> and so as a reminder this podcast is sponsored by tokutoystore.com check them out they're a lovely supplier of goods to the uk and several parts of europe and we're going to give a nice shout out to jeremy as he's doing better after his broken yes. leg you are a fabulous man keep on supplying things and you can check us out at www.spandexpowerarmor.com check us out on facebook twitter youtube soundcloud and myspace no, linkedin no don't you don't mention Friendster. the dead ones. Or if you wish, you can carve the logo into the ground and scream at the air for about five minutes, and we will appear and say, Why are you screaming, mate? We'll give you something to scream about. We too are space demons. Please don't send in Jason David Frank to find us. <laughs> His lies will do that for him. And so this is Rex signing off. Stay fabulous. Keep on riding, folks.